0: Begin PodFix network transmission in 3, 2, 1. This is Bewilderbeasts, an infotainment show dedicated to inspiring curiosity for all ages by investigating the ways animals intersect at humanity. I am not a historian, an ethologist, a researcher, a scientist, a zoologist, a trained audio engineer, or an expert in, well, anything. Y'all, I'm lucky if I can remember to put my clean laundry in the dryer before it gets funky. And while I make every effort to present things as accurately as I can with a fun flair, I'm going to mess up. And that's okay. I hope I've given you a nice place to jump off from on your own adventures into curiosity, or at the very least, I've given you the key to win your next round of trivia. Hello and welcome to Builder Beasts. I'm your host, Melissa McHugh McGrath. Today, I am recording 2,856 miles from County Cork, Ireland. Hello, Cork. Yeah, hoi. And today, we will be talking about a hero dog who gave better directions than Google Maps. Let's go. Ho, ho, y'all. It's two weeks before Christmas, and I'm personally so very excited. This is my favorite time of year. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get a new episode up before then, as I definitely want to replay the Mary Lloyd one. Uh, Remember the Welsh rap battling horse skull from last festive season? Yeah, that one's kind of hard to top. (laughs) I mean, if I do find a different episode topic um, that I can put together for you all that is just as good, I am happy to do so. However, Uh, let's be real. Dead horse bones, verbal war to get into your house to steal all your liquor is pretty hard to top. I may just leave it be. We'll see. And I think I might be taking a little break to figure out what I'm going to be doing next. If I'm going to break this into smaller seasons, that way I can be connected to my community. So I can see maybe if I can pick up a hobby (laughs) or make friends in my new town, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out and I'm trying to figure out which direction to take Bewilderbeasts. It doesn't mean that this is over. Um, but it does mean I'm slowing down and I have to figure things out. So if I don't get an extra holiday episode up, we will be taking a break probably at least through January while I'm trying to sort it out. Whether I'm doing just a dog show or I'm doing more Bewilderbees, whatever comes through, I would love to hear from you to see what you guys would like to hear and how you'd like to hear it because there are going to be big changes going into the next year. Um, I was actually toying with stopping Bewilderbees at the end of December, but after the library presentation, it became clear that I still really love this, and I still really love telling these stories, and, and I don't want to stop. I just can't keep doing it every week <laughs> because I need to see real people in real person. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So if you have thoughts, concerns, questions, sourdough recipes, send them in, bewilderbeastpod.com. And Patreon, you are still getting your episode this month. Don't worry about that. I will always take care of you. But if you have a good animal who has saved the holidays or an animal tied to the holidays that I haven't covered yet in past episodes, um, just send them in, bewilderbeastpod.com, and we'll see if it can uh, inspire something for the holiday season. And this one, this story that I'm doing for you today, I thought was actually an animal who saved the holidays because I remembered it in the dash cam footage that there was a ton of snow. But it turns out it was Alaska in April. (laughs) so no holiday tie-in this time, but snow, so we're going for it. So buckle in, turn off your GPS, and let's find our way back to our destination the old-fashioned way by Divine Intervention German Shepherd. Okay, hit it, MK2. What you don't see on the dashcam footage is the injuries to Ben Heinrichs from catching on fire in his shop. You don't see the events that lead to this fire or the fire trucks rolling up to put out the blaze. The last thing you see on the footage, now 12 years old off of a police dashcam, is about three seconds of a building completely enveloped in flames. And scene. What comes next is a promotion for Crest toothpaste or that insurance commercial with the emu or recommended videos of of cats posing as loaves of bread or snail sex. I have the weirdest algorithm on YouTube as you can imagine. The news of the following week after the events is all about the hero dog and this is where the how of it all gets told. So picture it, we're in Alaska. Alaska, as you may imagine, cold. You can tell by the snow in the dashcam. Quiet and dark. 23 years old, Ben Heinrichs, who is now in his mid-30s, and I'm saying this as a former 23-year-old who dated 23-year-olds, we are not at full brain capacity yet. I'm not judging Ben for what I'm about to say goes down because once you hear it, it's super easy to judge, and yes, we learn from our mistakes. This was a big mistake. And before I tell Ben's story, I'm going to coat it with something that I stupidly did as a teenager, just that way we all know I'm not judging Ben. I once lit a jar candle and put it in the cup holder of my car to help eliminate the cigarette smoke smell from my mom being in my car. I took a turn and color me shocked when the lit candle fell out of the cup holder and onto the floor. It wasn't until the flame blew out on its way to the floorboards of the car that I realized, huh. That was stupid and really dangerous. (laughs) Guys, adolescence is wild and our brains are not fully firing on all eight cylinders yet. That doesn't happen until we are in our mid-twenties at the earliest. Some people never get there. But with that said, we are not going to judge Ben. Judgment-free zone all up in here, okay? Think about one dumb thing that you did as a teen, or if you are a teen know that this is probably coming, and so just don't do this. Ben was reported to be cleaning and repairing cars in the shop on the property. Most of the reporting at the time simply said spark hit a chemical, but six years after these events that I'm about to lay out for you, Ben was interviewed again where he said, I was working in the shop. I was using gas to clean parts on a truck, and I had an electric heater in there. It ignited the gas fumes. So there was a flash of flame that caught Ben's clothes on fire. He had what was described as flash burns on his face and second-degree burns on his hand. This poor kid. He remembered Fire Safety 101 and ran out of the building, closing the door behind him as he desperately worked to put the blaze out on his body in the snow. He rolled around. He got the fire extinguished on him. He turned to the burning building and realized Buddy, his German shepherd, was still in the building racing to the door, he opened it just in time to let out his dog. So now you have a 23-year-old who just set his workshop at his family's place on fire, and his dog was almost trapped in the blaze in the panic to stop the fire. I can't begin to imagine the panic, the everything of this rapidly escalating situation. Ben at this point, in the middle of the woods of Alaska, knew that they were in trouble He said he just took off at a run and yelled to Buddy, or maybe more to himself, we need help. And that's when his dog, a pet dog, mind you, not Rin Tin Tin or a police canine, just took off. So now Ben's family's workshop is ablaze. His house is dangerously close to being the next to catch. There are trees everywhere because, you know, woods. And we all know fire loves it some wood. And his dog just ran away. Y'all, Ben is having the worst day. But Buddy didn't run away. You saw the title of this episode, I assume. Buddy does something that Rintintin or Lassie would have probably done in the show. He went for help. Soon after the events started, some of Ben's neighbors left a frantic call to trooper Terrence Shanigan. Shanigan was able to report so quickly because he happened to live in this neighborhood. But this neighborhood had 75 miles of looping, twisting back roads and wilderness paths. Trooper Shanigan found himself turned around and he lives here. Y'all, his GPS completely froze from the cold, from Alaska, who knows? But Shanigan knew he had to get to the scene and he had to get there quickly. He was lost. And after he got to yet another intersection, one where he had to choose to go left or go straight, an animal maybe, a coyote, a wolf, maybe a dog, comes running right at Officer Shanigan's vehicle. The headlights illuminate the animal. It's too skinny to be a wolf, too tall to be a coyote, and too slopy of a back to be a wild animal. As the seconds tick quickly by, it's clear that this is a German shepherd loping at him at this intersection. The dog seems to make eye contact with the beams of light coming out of Shanigan's car. Then now clearly a dog does not stop running. Instead, Just before getting to the police car, the dog turns up the road to Shanigan's left. Shanigan has a choice to make. Keep going straight where perhaps the smoke from the fire is blowing, or turn right and follow the running dog. The beams on the headlights on this now-famous dashcam start to pivot to the left, and the choice is made. Officer Shanigan is going to follow this dog, and it's a good thing he did, because had he gone straight, that was what the articles kept calling, quote, the long way around. And in a fire situation, you want the shortcut. And you can see it in the dash cam video. There is this moment in the pitch black. The headlights from the trooper's car are bouncing off the snow to the dirt road. (laughs) Can relate. And also, if you live in the country without streetlights, it's impossible to describe just how dark the dark is. As Buddy is running towards Shanigan, the car starts to go straight. And it's almost like the driver thought better of it and said, let go and let dog, and he followed the loose dog. The trooper, lost without GPS, which has frozen up in this maze of 75 miles of winding, turning dirt roads in the Alaskan wilderness, said in an interview that this is the point where I trust the dog. Quote, he wasn't running from me, but he was leading me, said Officer Terrence Shanigan. What's so cool about this footage is that Buddy keeps running. And if you weren't looking for the brief moments where Buddy is looking back to make sure the trooper was with him, as a casual observer, it looks like the dog is just running away down the street. But it's different than that. If an animal needed to get away, all that animal would have to do is just dart into the woods. It would not be that hard. Have you ever tried to catch a loose dog or an animal who got away? They can hide, they can zip, they can duck into a tunnel, or in our case with our rooster, flap up into a tree... If this shepherd wanted to evade the law, he would have zipped off in a heartbeat. Come this way, soik, and peace out into the forest. But that is not what Buddy did. Buddy glances back, and he would do that two fingers to the eyes, to the cop, to the eyes, to the cop, back to his own eyes, if he had fingers, then takes off down the road. He leads the officer through three turns, including the last one, which... Okay, actually, I'm going to pause here for a second. I need to explain my memory of this to y'all first before I describe what happens. <laughs> I saw this one minute and 17 second video 12 years ago. I can't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning or honestly half the humans in my dog training classes, but I will 100% remember your dogs for the rest of their lives, so please don't be offended. <laughs> but I clearly remember watching this dash cam footage and the memory I had was that you're following the dog, the dog turns left down a side road, lights slow, make a left, dog takes off running again, lights stay with the dog, dog turns again. And when the dog makes the third turn, there's only a few seconds left and you don't see any sign of fire, no smoke, no flickering lights. And as it's 2010 dash cam footage, there's no sound. The last three seconds, the police car turns left into what may be a driveway or another twist in this labyrinth of snowy dirt roads. It was really hard to tell. And for the last three seconds, all you can see on the screen is that it's lit up in orange. It's flickering light. It's an immense fire that how could you see zero fire on the screen? Before this moment, absolutely no indication on the dash cam that this officer is responding to an entire building ablaze in the snow. And it was the first moment I realized that I had been watching a color video the entire time. And when the fire consumed the screen, that was the jaw-drop moment and you realize what you just saw. Watching it 12 years later for writing this story, it was the exact same thing. I did not remember any of this incorrectly, which is saying something... (laughs) The dog ran full out for the entire minute 17, towards the fire, towards Ben, towards danger, with help in tow, and when Shanigan arrived, the shop was very clearly, and I am not a fireologist, unsalvageable. But the flames were dancing dangerously close to the house. And by getting there when he did, instead of taking the long way around, Shanigan was able to guide the fire department in so they could save the house. Y'all, They did. The only reported damage to this house was a bit of burning around the trim in the kitchen. It could have been so much worse had help been even just 10 minutes later. There might have been nothing left. And it turns out this was not the only time this dog, this buddy, saved Ben. He reportedly scared off not one, but two bears over the years while Ben was fishing. Because Alaska. So obviously the story took off. NBC, Fox, BBC, CNN, all the big hits, all the big ones started showing that dashcam footage. But then, as weirdly as many of our stories happen to include, there's this one channel in Japan that also covered it. And from that Japanese coverage, more people found out about Buddy's story and decided to do what fans do. Send letters, send cookies, send presents, all the things. But because people don't really have addresses, they won it. Trooper Shanigan was getting letters and stuff to his police box addressed to, quote, Buddy, or the Heinrichs, care of Trooper Shanigan, Caswell area. <laughs> because again, Alaska... That would honestly probably work for Maine, too. You know, get it to Melissa McGrath, Kennebunk area. I'm sure it would get here. (laughs) But with all this reporting, all this attention, it would be really easy to just bathe in the fame for a bit. But no, it's better to turn this into an educational opportunity. And an educational opportunity they did. Buddy Ben and Trooper Shanigan were all invited all over the country to discuss fire safety. What Trooper Shanigan observed is something that we talk about a lot on this show. The animals seem to open the door. They give us a place to start the conversation, to get interest, and then you can address more important issues. Shanigan stated, quote, Chronically understaffed fire departments might benefit from Buddy's fame. Volunteer fire departments are very important to the success of our communities, and they don't always get the respect or the recognition for a lot of the work that they do. And it often comes back to troopers, or in some cases, focused on Buddy. And I think Buddy is a great opportunity to bring the message out for them and share that." There was one piece of writing that said that Ben had made the choice after these terrifying events to join the volunteer fire department. He had attended a few meetings at the time, but had to wait for his hand to fully recover. But that said, I couldn't find any follow-up on that, and I hope he went for it. Buddy sadly died in 2016, six years after the fire. Buddy was 11 years old. Cancer. But not before helping his family, helping his boy on several occasions, and educating kids about fire safety. And not before reminding one trooper, always, always... Trust the dog. So that's it for us today. If you like this and stories like it, please check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bewilderbeespod. Every month I put out a special episode just for subscribers, and there you'll get to hear my own little hero dog story who turns out helped someone else in return that I had no idea had such an impact. Also, cocaine hippos are the largest invasive species on the planet, one month drew the short straw in evolution, and chickens are saving prisoners in some prisons and jails. And as we go into the holiday season, do me a favor. Do something special for your librarians. They are going through some terrible people doing some terrible things around the country. And as far as I can tell, there is no one lower than someone who goes after librarians and libraries, particularly those libraries who are promoting inclusivity and kindness to everyone. So make your favorite librarian an ornament or get them a mug or just say, hey, you're awesome. Because they are. So, Miss Megan, Morita, Emmeline, and Allison, you're all awesome and thank you for doing what you do. And with that, I'm Melissa McKee-McGrath with Mudstuff Media. You know what you're supposed to do, right? Go get curious. I got today's information from the YouTube footage of the uh, the dash cam, it's the raw footage and it's in the notes and on Twitter. You can also search, quote, dog leads police to fire Alaska, you'll find it. NBCnews.com, alaskapublic.org, ktna.org intro and outro is tiptoe out the back by dan Liebowitz. thanks dan interstitial music by mk2 extra music is found at pixabay and freesound.org can you do me a holiday solid go to your favorite rating site now would be great (laughs) but maybe when you're writing cards and you have this on in the background or if you think of it that would be okay too But could you give a rating that you think is fair and tell two people that you think might like this show? It's a free gift to the ears of all those you love. Or I guess if you wanted to be spiteful, if you just know somebody who absolutely hates animals and women speaking into microphones, you could send it to them too. I will take either. Would prefer the first, but I'll take the second. Thanks, y'all. So send me your holiday animals. I'll try to do one more for this season, but if not... It's cool. We've got Mary Lloyd because that is untoppable as far as I'm concerned. So happy, happy and merry, merry. Stay warm and be kind to each other, especially librarians. And I will see you next week, even if it's just for the intro. Bye. The headlights illuminate the animal. It's too skinny to be a wolf, too tall to be a coyote and too slopey of a back to be a wild animal. As the seconds tick quickly by, it's clear that this is a German shepherd loping at him at this intersection. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at PodFix on Twitter, official underscore PodFix on Instagram, at PodFixNetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to PodFix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The PodFix Network, artist owned and loved.